Hello, and welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Monday, September 11th, 2023. Today's poem is by T.S. Eliot, and it's called The Naming of Cats. If you're not familiar with this poem, you may be surprised that it's by T.S. Eliot. If you are, you know what you're in store for already. I'll read it once, offer a few comments, and then read it one more time. The Naming of Cats The naming of cats is a difficult matter. It isn't just one of your holiday games. You may think at first, I'm as mad as a hatter. When I tell you, a cat must have three different names. First of all, there's the name that the family use daily, such as Peter, Augustus, Alonzo, or James, such as Victor, or Jonathan, George, or Bill Bailey, all of them sensible, everyday names. There are fancier names, if you think they sound sweeter, some for the gentlemen, some for the dames, such as Plato, Admetus, Electra, Demeter, but all of them sensible, everyday names. But I tell you, a cat needs a name that's particular, a name that's peculiar and more dignified, else how can he keep up his tail perpendicular or spread out his whiskers or cherish his pride? Of names of this kind, I can give you a quorum, such as Monkastrap, Quaxo, or Coracopat, such as Bombalarina or else Jellyorum, names that never belong to more than one cat. But above and beyond, there's still one name left over, and that is the name that you never will guess. The name that no human research can discover, but the cat himself knows and will never confess. When you notice a cat in profound meditation, the reason I tell you is always the same. His mind is engaged in a rapt contemplation of the thought, of the thought, of the thought of his name, his ineffable, effable, effineffable, deep and inscrutable, singular name. This is the first poem in T.S. Eliot's uh, odd but lovable collection of poetry, Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. Uh, <laughs> first published in 1929, 1939. And bizarrely enough, the inspiration for the very successful Broadway musical Cats. Uh, although it's the kind of book that when you read it for the first time or when you dip into these poems for the first time, uh, you don't think, man, they should slap some people in cat outfits and uh, turn this into a musical. So whoever whoever had that thought for the first time, uh, kudos to them. Sort of like the, the fellow who tried oysters for the first time. This is... Well, I was about to say this isn't a very profound poem. It's more of a silly poem, but I don't know. There is there is something uh uh there is something quite excellent about the third name in particular. The idea that cats who are fastidious and uh over the top already 
Uh, the idea that they need three different names is very satisfying. There's the everyday name that uh, their owners refer to them by. There's the name by which they are known to other cats. And this name has to be a little unusual, a little swanky. Uh, T.S. Eliot may not have known it, but he seems to have been anticipating uh, a 21st century trend in baby names. Uh, it seems like we have arrived <laughs> at the point where uh, we are also looking for uh, these particular, peculiar, and more dignified names for our own human offspring, uh, so that I wouldn't be surprised uh, if I met uh, a millennial couple who introduced me to their son, Monkastrap, or Jelly Lorem, uh, in the next couple of years here. But I digress. For me, the most satisfying part of this poem is that uh, that suggestion that each cat has a special secret name, a name that they find so satisfying that they will not share it with anyone. And that's just like a cat to have this source of deep and profound pleasure, uh, this <laughs> uh, essential truth about them that they do not reveal to anyone else. And the suggestion that when you see a, a cat sitting alone with that smug cat look on their face, that what they are really doing is raptly contemplating their ineffable, effable name. Uh, there's even a, a humorous hint of the uh, profane in the uh, collapsing of those two words into each other, the effing ineffable. And it just about rings true. I'll read it one more time. The Naming of Cats. The naming of cats is a difficult matter. It isn't just one of your holiday games. You may think at first I'm as mad as a hatter when I tell you a cat must have three different names. First of all, there's the name that the family used daily, such as Peter, Augustus, Alonzo, or James, such as Victor, or Jonathan, George, or Bill Bailey, all of them sensible, everyday names. There are fancier names if you think they sound sweeter, some for the gentlemen, some for the dames, such as Plato, Admetus, Electra, Demeter, but all of them sensible everyday names. But I tell you, a cat needs a name that's particular, a name that's peculiar and more dignified. Else, how can he keep up his tail perpendicular, or spread out his whiskers, or cherish his pride? Of names of this kind, I can give you a quorum, such as Monkastrap, Quaxo, or Coracle Pat, such as Bombalurina, or else Jelly Lorum, names that never belong to more than one cat. But above and beyond, there's still one name left over, and that is the name that you never will guess. The name that no human research can discover, but the cat himself knows, and will never confess. When you notice a cat in profound meditation, the reason, I tell you, is always the same. His mind is engaged in a rapt contemplation of the thought, of the thought of the thought of his name, his ineffable, effable, effing ineffable, deep and inscrutable, singular name. This has been The Daily Poem. 
Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or to support this show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. While you're there, you can drop into the comment section uh, and join or start conversations about these poems. Uh, you can even speculate about the effing ineffable name of your own feline friends. And then maybe you can play this poem for them. On behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.